Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Joe. So glad to join me for Wednesday Bible study. This is going to be an advanced study today. We'll dig deep in the water. And so if you have your Bibles today, turn to the book of Luke, chapter 13, reading from verse 6. This is Jesus going to tell the parable. He also spoke this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. That's Jesus. And he came seeking fruit on it and found none. Then he said to the keeper of the vineyard, that's the pastor, Look, for three years I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why does it use up my ground? But he answered and said to him, Sir, let it alone this year also, until I dig around and fertilize it. And if it bears fruit, well. But if not, after that, you can cut it down. Now, this is a Christian, right? You remember the parable of the seed, the sower of the seed. The seed that goes in the thorns, he goes to the altar, he accepts the Lord in his heart, he repents of his sinful ways, and he receives the Holy Spirit. But the riches and lust of the world, they choke the Holy Spirit out of him. Do you understand? And so, that person that was a believer and walking with Jesus and actually received the Holy Spirit has choked it out because of the riches and lust of the world. And for three years, God has looked upon that person, that chosen person, right? Many are called, but few are chosen, right? The many that are called are the, all the people they go to the altar, or Billy Graham, or Great Glory is on a big football field, and all these people come down and accept the Lord Jesus in their heart. They tell the Lord, I'm going to change, I love you. Come in my heart. That's the many that are called. But the few that are chosen are the ones that repent from their sinful ways, turn from their sinful ways with proper changes, and God when he feels they're worthy to receive the Holy Spirit, renews their mind completely, renews their heart as a pure loving heart and fills them with the Holy Spirit. And then we have to continue walking with Jesus with our minds on the Lord to please him and do his will. But many, unfortunately, get entrapped in the lust of the world and they fall away. And they get choked. They choke the Holy Spirit out of them. But God doesn't give up on them right then. He doesn't condemn them right then. We know in, in John 3.18, it says, those who do not believe are already condemned. That's it. They're done. Doesn't matter what they do after that. But the believers that they, they receive the Holy Spirit, they get condemned if they 
choke that Holy Spirit out of them. Now only Jesus knows when he condemns. In this case, he was going to condemn after three years of this person walking an ungodly life, an unholy life, right? And he's ready to take him out. He says it's taking up space in his ground. He can replace him with a baby and take him off this plant. But the preacher wants to water the plant, give him an extra year. And God is merciful and long-suffering. That means he's patient. He's patient, brothers and sisters, for us to change and come back. He doesn't want to lose any of his sheep. Remember, if he has a hundred and one strays, he will go after that one. But that one has to come back to him. Do you understand? And he's not going to chase that sheep forever. No. At some point, we'll condemn. There's a saying, they don't miss the well until the water runs dry. Brothers and sisters, when that water runs dry, the well is dry, that means you're condemned. Done. As God, Jesus, tells the keeper here. To understand, you don't want to wait. If you're in that circumstance, you want to make those proper changes and come back as the prodigal son does. And if you do, he'll, he'll bring you back. He will accept you back in his kingdom, as the prodigal son proves that. But you have to work your way back in. It's not a microwave. You just don't say a prayer, and he's just going to refill you with that Holy Spirit. You have to know that you're going to have to prove yourself worthy to receive that Holy Spirit. As you did at the beginning, but it's harder. Why? Because these bad habits that you have taken on are hard to break. The devil has a hold on you if you're in that situation. Do you understand? So work hard at it. Work hard at it. When Paul would find himself entrapped like that, he worked harder to get back in the grace of God. And that's what you have to do. Now, let's move over to 2 Peter. In 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 6, I want to use an example in the Bible of the word condemn. And he says that Sodom and Gomorrah, he turned into ashes, condemned them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward would live ungodly. Afterward. After they have received the Holy Spirit. After they have walked with the Lord. Hmm. Now there's a scripture that says that if you have tasted the Holy Spirit and you lose it, better for you to have never known it and had it before because it will be worse for you than the people of Sodom and Gomorrah because you have trampled on the grace of God, the crucifixion that saved your life. Do you understand? So if this is you, brothers and sisters, Change your evil ways. Come back to the Lord quickly. Don't wait. 
Now, once he does condemn, he does have a caveat for a select few. And we'll look at that in the book of James, chapter 5. He's talking about somebody who's sick unto death here. The person is on his deathbed. And then we're talking about the same person who has choked the Holy Spirit out and has lived an ungodly life. But God is going to give this person this, this one last chance to amend his or her ways. In reading from verse 16 of chapter 5, it says, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now here, it's not talking about confessing to a priest or a preacher or a reverend or a man of God. It says, confess your trespasses to one another. I'll give you an example. All right? Maybe you're in the hospital. And you are this person who's choked the Holy Spirit out of you for three years. You have not been walking with the Lord. Okay? And he has condemned you. And you're in that position because he's condemned you. You're going to die. To condemn is to sentence to death, brothers and sisters. And you have committed adultery against your husband and the Lord. And your husband is a born-again Christian, a righteous man, living for the Lord. Not perfect. Only Jesus is perfect. But he is born again. And he goes to see you and you confess to him what you have done, how you have been unfaithful. And the Lord says that love covers a multitude of sins. And that was Jesus dying on the cross for you and me. And then that husband has to have enough love to cover his wife's sins by praying to the Lord for mercy for his wife, to forgive his wife. And the scripture here says that the person will be forgiven and healed on the way up to heaven. Now the person can be healed and walk out of the hospital. But truly it's not to their advantage because they can recant. They can go back and fall again. It's better for them to be changed on the way up, made perfect and whole, and be with our Lord and Savior, and be with you when you go and see them. So if this happens to you, brothers and sisters, be of good cheer. That that loved one is up there with our Lord and Savior waiting for you and you too will be with them again someday. And you can present them at the great white throne judgment without blemish. 
So brothers and sisters, listen to what the Lord is telling you through the mighty and powerful Holy Spirit. 